For all of Gabriel's show dates and ticket links go to gabrielrutledge.com. Or don't. If you would like to support this podcast by subscribing for $5 a month, click the Substack link in the episode notes. You won't get any extra episodes, but Gabriel will think warm thoughts about you. And now it's time for the drive home with Gabriel Rutledge. Play the royalty-free hip-hop music. Now here's your host, Gabriel. It's 12.45 a.m. Driving home from Willamina, Oregon. say Wilhelmina, but they don't, it's Wilhelmina. <laughs> you know, anyone can do Wilhelmina once. It takes a rare talent to get a second chance. <laughs> Appreciate you guys. Uh, are you guys all from Wilhelmina or like surrounding areas or? <laughs> Would you check at the door? What the fuck? I haven't done a lot of shows that are also in a liquor store parking lot. <laughs> Here we are. It's convenient for the bar, I guess. We need more vodka. I'll be back in 38 seconds. <laughs> Don't tell the customers. They can get it a lot cheaper over there. Driving through uh, what my phone called a winter storm alert, but uh, it's nothing. There's a little snow mixed with rain. Nothing's happening. I feel like, uh, you know, global warming and all that. I feel like partly it's just shifted. Like every November we go, how is it still 65? And then every March we go, why is it still so fucking cold? just starts later and goes later now. And I'm a man of science. So I know what I'm talking about. I don't, but we used to have one of those signs in our yard that said, um, I don't know, it said, I believe in science. And a bunch of other shit on it. I didn't like the sign. My wife... I think she bought it from a friend or an acquaintance who was doing some sort of fundraiser. And I was like, I really, I don't, can we not put up that sign? I didn't even disagree with anything on the sign. I mean, I guess I believe in science. I also, the last time I took in high school, I think I got a C. So take that for what it's worth. It's not that I disagree with anything on the sign. I do think black lives matter. some of my more conservative listeners are like, well, you don't know what that group actually stands for. Have you?" Re-? No, I don't. I'm just saying the idea, you probably don't either. The idea that Black Lives Matter, of course, who wouldn't say that? What was some of the other ones? I think one of them said water is life. I don't even know what that means. I mean, I guess it's true, but it's like... And again, it's not that I disagreed with what was on the sign. I just don't like sort of being evangelical about my political beliefs. 
I don't like advertising things that I I just didn't like it but my wife was like I want it and so I put it behind a bush <laughs> in our front yard area actually in some rocks in our rock area yeah we believe in science but like you know you gotta come to the front door to see it Black Lives Matter from a certain angle of my yard. But guess what? It was really windy a while ago and that sign broke. The science of physics got rid of that sign for us. I had this memory. I don't know why this memory came to me. I was... Years ago, I was with a uh, another comedian. We were doing like a some sort of private event some sort of, I don't know, a work function, a state office function. They had, you know, these things take place in, like, hotel banquet rooms. Maybe there's a, they give away a couple awards, then they have some entertainment. So I'm sitting there with the other comic, it's me and another comedian, and there's another lady sitting next to us, and then while we're not on yet, it's not our turn, but there is an Elvis impersonator sort of going table to table while music plays, like, you know, Elvis music, like, we'll have a blue, I think it was Christmas, Christmas without you, he's going table to table, being, you know, doing the Elvis shit, and me and the other comedian are just, we're like, look at this poor son of a I mean, stand-up comedy might not have that much dignity, but at least we're not lip-syncing Elvis in a fucking jumpsuit and sunglasses while people eat Swedish meatballs. Holy shit, can you imagine? That's the conversation me and the other comic are having. And then Elvis comes and sits down next to the lady who we were sitting next to because it was his wife. I, oh. Me and the other comic just looked at each other like, oh boy, why are we such loud mouths? And we're also about to entertain people while they eat Swedish meatballs, so what's the difference? going to give away the award for best attitude in the office. Only fools rush in. Best dressed. Bob, best dressed. You and your funny ties. What a cut up. What a character. But I can't Wild show in uh, Willamina. I knew it would be. I had, you couldn't have had more different shows. Uh, last night, sold out show for me in Kirkland, Washington. Sure, 55 people was a sellout. But that crowd was like, you know, Kirkland, Washington. It's the east side, as they call it. East of Seattle. It's like tech people, you know? It's, it's kind of rich people. 
I got recognized recently uh, as a comedian out in the world, which is usually fun when that happens. But this time I happened to be at a location I did not really want to be recognized. Uh, I was actually using the Coinstar machine at the time. <laughs> okay, for this side of the room, Coinstar <laughs> is a machine where you cash your change in. Perhaps you've seen a poor use one in your time. I mean, they had a good time. They had a good time with the show, but it was definitely like, you know, there was a couple of like, oh my's, like during some of the jokes. I'm not, I'm not talking shit because uh, the, my opener, Jess Everett, who's hilarious, and one of the reasons he's so hilarious is like his topics are pretty dark. Like he talks about his dead mom. He talks about how his, he never knew his dad. He talks about having MS. There's like, you know, it's some dark topics. And whoa, that crowd in Kirkland was just like, oh, we don't care for this kind of talk. Things kind of work out for us. So that was kind of hilarious. Uh, so again, it was overall a good show, but like a little reserved. Can't tell what you guys think about the dirty stuff, but here we go. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. That's good. <laughs> Sir, never refer to Kirkland as a hood again. <laughs> Take that shit to Renton. Do you, you don't live here? Where do you live? Well, I live in Kirkland, but... Well, you live in Kirkland. I grew up in West Seattle. You grew up in West Seattle. <laughs> but the real West Seattle, you know, Alki, that area, not the other part of it. <laughs> yeah, okay, that's fine. I got no problem with any of those things you just said. I just... It's just... <laughs> I mean, I, I, know I the, smoked a little bit, too. So. You smoked a little bit? Yeah, I got that. <laughs> Because you're from the hood of West Seattle. <laughs> we keep it real down there. <laughs> that, but you have to admit, I mean, I'm 40. How old are you, West Seattle? Oh, shit. I'm old. I'm up there. You're up there? Are I'm you trying there. to get laid tonight? What is your problem? Just say how old you are. I'm like 5 0. 5 0. Yeah. So like what, 54? Don't bullshit me tonight. <laughs> no one pauses for a minute and goes, 5-0, does that sound good? Everyone buying 5-0? Minus two. 48? Are you here? What are you here with? What's... 52. You're 52. I was right. You were lying. Okay. <laughs> the prosecution rests. No more questions. And then I go to Willamina, Oregon. It's just off the fucking rails, man. yelling shit out all night. Towards the end, they're literally just making fart noises. I'm like, what is happening? Uh, I also, I wrote a book. <laughs> I wrote a book. I wrote a book. Uh, this might be less popular. This, some of you don't. It's got pictures. It's got pictures. I appreciate that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Pitch it again. I'll read, a, I'll read a page. I'll read a page of the book, give you an idea. It's inspired, it's inspired by my youngest daughter. No, I'm not, I'm not going to read the whole book. No, read the whole book. Fuck off, dude. Read the book. 
I want you to buy the book. I got you. I don't know how those drag queens at the library do it. This is exhausting. I got no internet in Willamina, which uh, isn't that big a deal, but uh, my phone signal is so weak. I was taking credit card payments from Merch After, and uh, it wouldn't work. So I had to go to offline mode which means it takes all the payments and then when you go online, they all go through, allegedly. But I was kind of, I haven't really done that before. So I, I had like $300 on there. As I'm driving away, I'm like, well, I hope those payments go through or I'm kind of fucked. Uh, they went through, so I might stop and get some pepperoni sticks on the way home. I earned it. Tomorrow, uh, not a sold-out show uh, in my town, Olympia, Washington. But it'll be 500-plus people at the Washington Center. Should be a good time. I mean, sure, I'm getting home at 2.32 a.m., but whatever. I considered getting a coffee for this ride home, but then I'm like, I won't be able to go to sleep at 2.32 a.m. if I do that. I'm down. I'm such an old fucking man. I am down to one regular coffee a day. I used to be two or three. But there's like no difference. There's no... I don't feel any more tired only having one coffee a day. I probably need no coffee a day. It's probably no difference. But I still psychologically like the one coffee. And then I drink decaf. That's the oldest thing about me. I mean, I'll get it from a coffee shop now. I used to be like, I'll have a decaf at home just for the ritual. But now I'm like at a coffee shop when I'm traveling. I'm like, can I have a decaf Americano? I'm 140. But, you know, I like my decaf coffee like I like my women. Here, but don't bother. Look down there. 
So some things make me feel young about being 49. I mean, I have hair through no accomplishment of my own. I have good teeth. I just went, I go to the dentist every six months now. I didn't, because my wife has benefits. Before I had a sugar mama, I don't think I went to the dentist for 15 years. But guess what? I've never had a cavity. Is that because I take good care of my teeth? I don't know. I brush them a lot. But it's just genetics. It's just luck. I'm close to 50 and I got good hair and I got good teeth. Also, my dick works. Apparently, that's not true of everyone my age. good teeth and my dick works. I think I just wrote a country song. <laughs> I thank God for my good hair, my good teeth, but mostly that my dick still works. <laughs> what can't I do? But what makes me feel old is like, you know, 10 years ago, I was 39. 10 years from now, I'll be 59. I'm like, oh, oh boy. That's getting up there. You know, I'm, uh, six years? Six and a half years from, uh, my youngest daughter being, like, old enough to be out of the house. Right around the time this car's paid off that I'm driving right now. I can be like, hey, the car's paid off. You take it. Get the fuck out. I probably won't say that. I'll probably uh, be very sad. But my wife and I talk sometimes about what life might be like when all the kids are out. And it's kind of fun. Like, oh, we could move somewhere else. We could do other things. And then I'm also like, ugh. I'll be like 56 or 57 or, I'm not good at math, but I don't even believe in math. That wasn't on the sign. And I know when I'm 55, 56, 57, I'll, I'll still be, Lord willing, I'll still be, uh, I'll want to do things. I'll want to, I won't feel like laying down and dying six years from now or whatever. But I'm also like, when you're making plans for the future, you're like, this is what we're going to do when we're 60. I'm like, oh man, that's kind of, I guess. I guess we could find a different, I guess we could move older and find a different location to nap in. Also, I don't know if kids move out anymore. I mean, eventually, but it's certainly not like...
talking to an old friend uh, who has a kid in high school and one uh, in college, uh, like I do. And we were talking. We were talking about the college, and this is like. This has probably been true of every generation ever, but I just, you just don't think it's going to happen to you until you're the older generation. But I've been thinking about my kids a lot because that's, you know, that's the curse of having children. Sure, it's amazing, but it also means you'll never have a day of peace because you're always worried about them. Sometimes, like, you want, either you want your kids to have experiences you didn't have. Like, I wanted my son to go to college. You go to college. I didn't do that. You have that experience. You do the college thing and, you know, maybe take an easier path than your old man who played drums and worked in restaurants and then told jokes in sports bars for a decade and then got to work with Willamina. So it's that combination. You want them to do things you didn't do. Like my daughter is going to a her first high school dance tomorrow. And I'm glad because I never went to any dances. Uh, for Jesus-y reasons. I was raised uh, by the dad in Footloose. So we didn't do that kind of stuff. Uh, and also, some people did that went to my church. I just never did. I was, like, probably a little immature. Seemed scary. Thought of asking someone to a dance. You know, it just never happened. So I'm, I'm like, happy to see my daughter Maisie going to a high school dance. I'm like, yes, have these social things that perhaps, you know, it's not like a huge regret, but I wish I was a little more... Uh, social in high school. I was pretty social in youth, my church youth group, but not in high school. But it's also like, you know, my son is a very introverted, you know, weird kid. When I was his age, told you I was almost 50. When I was your age, 20, he's 20. That was like, that was such a huge time in my life. With, you know, I was in a punk rock band. I was living with roommates and learning how to be a person and everything was social. And it's just constantly hanging out with people. Those are some of my most vivid memories to this day. Because I was like really becoming a different person than I was when I lived at home, obviously. And becoming an adult, I mean, you know, an adult that had a half-orange mohawk, but still. And my son's just kind of like, you know, in his room, talking to people online, and it bums me out. But it's not just my son, it's like a lot of people this age, young adults, So it's partly like, 
yeah, I wish he was doing more IRL, in real life activities. But also, I gotta let go of some expectations. That's his personality. And that's also not just his personality, that's the world now. It's not gonna be the same as it was.
thinking about it while I'm performing, but uh, thinking about the jokes I'm going to do, first of all, you know, she's not going to like all of them. Uh, also, she's just not going to get a lot of them. My mom does not really of this world. Uh, <laughs> so I'm kind of laughing, thinking of my jokes, thinking of my mom going, what does that mean? What's bukkake? No, I don't have any jokes about that.
How is school? Just an unloading of grievances on whoever they're mad at that day. I mean, I don't take it personally. I'm just like, oh, yeah, mm-hmm, yep. I mean, they're not that mean to me. Well, they're kind of mean to me. Mostly in ways I don't care. Like, they tease me because I don't have an ass. All right, I'll take that. But you know what? I'll still take it over them being little. I mean, they were real adorable when they were little. But I'll take uh, listening to school gossip over um, having to wipe their butts. I don't miss having to haul car seats around and strollers and diaper bags. I did my time. I paid my debt to society. They kept trying to buy me drinks in uh, Willamina tonight, too, and I kept turning them down, much to their uh, chagrin. No, I, I gotta drive home. I appreciate that. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not gonna drink it. No, I know. I'm not. You've already got your first DUI. I haven't. I'm good. I, pre- I really appreciate it. I, I'm not gonna drink it, though. Thank you, though. I appreciate that. Yeah, there you go. I love Will and Maya's like, you don't drink and drive? What a pussy. City asshole coming down here with his sober driving ways. So they look like a mud puddle, not drinking that shit. What is it? It's a duck fart. Yeah, that sounds better. That's great. That's super. Yeah. survivor. 
what's that Netflix comedy? You you want to book more diversity? Well, how about a mild psoriasis survivor, huh? Representation matters. Sometimes a small part of me will be very itchy for a little bit. Okay? When do my people get represented? Don't give me an hour-long special because I'm funny. Give me one because psoriasis needs a voice. Itchy lives matter. Don't forget I said that. It's one something in the morning. I don't know what I'm talking about. Alright, I think we're going to call that a podcast because uh, I have to stop and pee because I'm elderly. Goodbye. Dry humping. <laughs> the safest of all the sexes, by the way. It's Latex has nothing on denim, I assure you. <laughs> it's a condom, sir. <laughs> How many kids do you have? Yeah, one. You got, you got one. Yeah, well. <laughs> Your sperm got a couple DUIs too. <laughs> Where are we going? <laughs> we going to the liquor store or the bar? That's not an egg. That's all right. One's fine. Never heard anyone go latex. Kind of space age shit is it? Is he talking about pulling out? That's what it says. Welcome to Willamina. Leave it in. <laughs> <laughs>